0: Hi, I'm Peter Meadows. I'm a member of the church family at Holy Trinity Claygate and I preach there from time to time. There would have been a time in the past when uh, if I'd have been cooped up in the way I am now, I'd have been giving thanks for the fact that at least I wasn't out driving and likely to be stuck behind a tractor. Uh, Tractors to me were the bane of my life driving. Getting stuck behind one was no fun. And in fact, tractors to me have always seemed a very unimpressive vehicle. There was no young man, I can imagine, whoever at the end of an evening had said to a young lady, "Uh, would you like me to drive you home? Uh, I've got a tractor outside. Um, Tractors may pull, but they don't pull. Uh, But my view of tractors changed dramatically a while ago. I was on holiday with friends uh, and they had a mutual friend who was a farmer. And the farmer had one of his fields that was so undulating, it was impossible to use for agricultural purposes. So being a sharp guy, he contracted Land Rover and said, Land Rover, if you'd like to have free use of my field to test your vehicles, I'd be happy to take one of your vehicles in return. And that's what he'd done. And uh, we were invited by him to go and see what it was like to test drive a Land Rover on his field. And off we went himself, uh, a couple of friends, myself, his wife, and it had been raining quite heavily over the previous few days. So now this, uh, this Land Rover was careering all over the place. It was exhilarating fun. Then he said, let me show you what it can do on a flat field. And his wife said, this may not be a good idea. And he said, no, trust me. Um, and within about two minutes, we found ourselves in the middle of a very wet field uh, with wheels spinning, going nowhere. And his wife said, I think you're going to need to call Dave. And he said, no, no, we'll be fine. He said, just get out and push. So a couple of minutes later, there we were, um, covered in mud, wheels spinning, going nowhere. And his wife said, I think you're going to need to call Dave. No, he said, no, there's blankets in the back. Uh, Put some blankets under the wheels. We're going to be fine. Uh, We tried the blankets. We had more mud. We travelled nowhere. And his wife said, uh, you're going to need to call Dave. Uh, and then we realised that one of the reasons the field was so wet was that it bordered on a very small river. And the other side of the river, a crowd had now gathered. Uh, doing the equivalent of mocking and jeering at the same time while pretending to offer advice. Then, my friend, the farmer said, uh, look, there's a tree and he spotted just ahead of us was a, a tree. Not a big tree, but a tree. He said, if we put our chain from the Land Rover around it and lynch it back to ourselves, we'll be able to pull ourselves out by our own effort. Uh, that seemed a reasonable idea until we watched the tree gradually bend towards us and snap. And as his wife was about to speak, the farmer said, "Uh, I think I need to call Dave. And within two minutes, uh, there was Dave in his tractor, driving across the field to us. And it wasn't long before he'd hitched up to us a chain and dragged us out from the mess we'd been in. Because we had been in a mess from which we could not extract ourselves by our own efforts with all the advice that other people was giving us, we needed a stronger power than ourselves to take us out of the mess we're in. And I think by now you can see where I'm going with this. The only shortcoming to this illustration is that uh, the tractor needed to have its engine die for three days and come alive again. But I mean, that's just asking too much. So, but I think you get it. We have needed and we have experienced being rescued from the life we had by a greater power than us, the God who made us and created us. And to me, this is kind of, as I reflect on it, is kind of like a a sliding doors thought. You're familiar with the sliding doors movie, perhaps, which tells two parallel stories of a young woman. One where she just gets into the tube just after the doors close on her and then another who just misses it by those few seconds. And those two lives have very different outcomes. And to me, I've left saying to myself at this moment, supposing my sliding door moment had been that I had not been rescued, supposing I had not been lifted from the life I was in and how different my future would have been now. And that's easy for me to think through because I'm from a non-church home, uh, at the age of 19, I was headed for this wasteful self-centered life, which was going to revolve around me, with the very best I could hope for that I might get lucky from time to time in life. Uh, it may be harder for you to think that through as to how difference it would have made if you've lived most of your life being nice. You know, the most outrageous thing you've ever done is uh, eat an after-eight mint at 7.30. But actually, I think we all need to reflect on the remarkable thing God has done for us by rescuing us in Jesus. These take me to Paul's words to King Agrippa. When asked to justify his faith, you find them in Acts 26. Let me, uh, let me read them to you. Paul describes his encounter with Jesus on the road heading to Damas- Damascus. And then he said he'd been sent by Jesus to open their eyes, turn them from darkness to light, And from the power of Satan to God, so that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Get your head around that in this time of lockdown as to what God has done for you and me. He's opened our eyes to what is true so that we had no need to stumble through life and try to make it up. He's released us from the grip of sin to live and enjoy God's power in us. We've experienced forgiveness, the slight uh, wipe clean, and the intimacy and clear conscience and relationship with God that this brings. And he's made us part of God's huge and eternal family. Imagine missing out on that. And as we just go through the motions of keeping life together at this moment, I suggest we need to imagine what it would be like if that had never happened and give thanks for the fact that it has. We'd have still been stuck in the mud of life, wheel spinning, left our own devices, muddling through the best we could, when all we could have hoped for would have had a bit of luck on our side from time to time. In the same way that I see tractors in a new light, I'd encourage you and I to see God's work in our lives in a new light too. Will you pray with me? Father God, thank you that you have opened our eyes to what is true. We can live with your power and with a clear conscience and have a place in your eternal family. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen.